Ephesians 2.7 says, Throughout the coming ages, we will be the visible display of the infinite riches of his grace and kindness, which was showered upon us in Christ Jesus. Sis, I'm here to tell you that you are the visible display of the infinite riches of God's grace and kindness, which was showered upon you in Christ Jesus. So in today's episode, we're talking about it. Last week, I talked about being co-seated. So we're just journeying on in Ephesians 2. It's so good. I definitely encourage you to go read the whole chapter and what it looks like to be that visible display. And I give a few tips on how you can show up and shine that light. I hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome to Her Renewed Mind, where you will be encouraged to develop a deeper relationship with God and feel more mentally focused and connected so that you can enjoy a peaceful life and be a blessing to others. I'm Dr. Candice, a daughter of God, mom of an amazing teenager, and a personal and spiritual development coach with a vivid imagination. I remember waking up in the morning with what seemed like a million thoughts running through my head. I finally realized that my mind was a battlefield and the way I was going to win the war in my mind was with the word of God. So if you are ready to be freed from overthinking and negative thoughts and gain mental focus and clarity, connection with God and others, understanding of your purpose, confidence in your calling so you can be a blessing to others, then this podcast is for you. Grab your water, lace up your shoes, pop in your AirPods. It's time to go on a beautiful journey. Hey sis, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on what time you're watching this. It's Monday, yay! Another episode of Her Renewed Mind. And this week, y'all know what happens on Wednesday is Valentine's Day. (laughs) I'm only laughing because I feel like through the years I've heard someone, or maybe I even did it, said Valentine's you know, just being funny, or maybe they thought it was really pronounced Valentine's, but anywho, happy Valentine's week, happy love week, happy love day, but every day, every day is a day of love. So I want you to know that I love you, but most of all, God loves you most. You are dearly loved by him, dearly loved and chosen (laughs) to bear fruit and fruit that will remain, fruit that will last. And he so loved you. God so loved you that he gave his only son, his only son, that we might have a life so good. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believeth in him shall not, whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have ever lasting life. Forgive me, I had to say the King James version so I can say the full verse out. He so loved you that he gave. Isn't that good? And when you believe on him, you have everlasting life. So I encourage you, confess Christ as your savior. savior. (laughs) Believe him, believe in him, and you will have eternal life. Isn't that good? Death is not the end. And I don't know if you knew it or not, but if you do pass before Jesus comes back, the second coming, um, you get to hang out in heaven with him, but then he creates a new heaven and a new earth. 
So then you're coming back <laughs> to rule and to reign with God. He loves us so much. He wants to come back and be with us. That's so good. Read Revelation 21 and 22 in your Bible. Let's go. So last episode I was talking about, um, I was coming from Ephesians 2 and that we are co-seated with Christ, raised up with him, joined with him together. And I'm like, let's let's stay right there because the word is so good and I am gaining such beautiful revelation <laughs> out of meditating on the truth that I'm co-seated with Christ. And I want to kind of focus on verse seven. And verse seven in Ephesians two says, throughout the coming ages, we will be the visible, visible, excuse me, display of the infinite riches of his grace and kindness, which was showered upon us in Christ Jesus. Verse seven again, throughout the coming ages, we will be the visible display of the infinite riches of his grace and kindness, which was showered upon us in Jesus Christ. (laughs) Isn't that good? I love it. I love it. We, he chose us to be the visible display of infinite riches of God's grace and kindness, which was showered upon us in Christ Jesus. That's so good. And when I hear, or, you know, the, and read this scripture, um, my heart and my mind is centered on that, that visible, dis, visible display. Excuse me. I'm getting excited and ahead of myself. So my words are running together. And I can't help but think about in Matthew 5, where, you know, Jesus is, um, I believe it's the Sermon on the Mount. And so he's sharing with these these believers, right? And maybe some pre-believers who are listening and then going to be believers, right? That they are the salt of the earth and the light of the world and a city on a hill cannot be hidden. And I've heard those verses of scriptures all my life. I, I basically grew up in church. So I've heard that. But when I say that in this season of my life, God just keeps bringing that scripture to my heart and mind. I've been declaring it out loud and reminding people, reminding myself to not stay hidden, that I am to be, and he's called me to be, right? We just read in Ephesians 2, 7, that visible display of God's glory, right? A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. So Christ in me won't let me hide. Won't let me, it's it's gonna come out. It's going to come out as I continue to fellowship with Christ and really grab a hold of who he is and who I am in him and just growing, growing. My pastor says this, and it's so good that as we gain new revelation or see more sides of God, we're learning even more about ourselves. So it's it's not stagnant. It's, it's always increasing. And, and I also think about the scripture where it says, you know, God's ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. And there's another scripture that um, talks about we only prophesy in part. So there's so much more to know about God, right? Yes, there's 66 books in the Bible, but there's more beyond 
what is written in the Bible. And I believe God, our father, right, is ready to show us. He's ready for you to know and to see what it is he wants you to see as you draw closer, right? You can get as much as him as you want. <laughs> and you think that, and I've heard people say this, you know, it gets sweeter and sweeter. Now, I believe God doesn't change, right? Because the word says he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. But as we continue to learn of him and sit with him and ask him questions and we listen, that's so important that we listen because he's always speaking. If we're still aren't paying attention, he's going to open up so much more. And it's amazing. God, I thank you. Thank you. We Thank you. I just can't get enough of you. My goodness. So visible display of God's glory. So I encourage you to look around and, and ask yourself, how are you being that visible display of the infinite riches of God's grace and kindness? Where are you showing up? Where are you letting your light shine? How can you, where do you need to show up and shine that light? As I was thinking about this, actually, you know, you all know I take notes and I was thinking about my own life, right? And how, you know, just different moments throughout my life that God would, you know, basically remind me or call me or pull me or push me or was somebody who told me, you know, or they were encouraging me along, like, basically, Candace, we need you to show up. Or I was put in environments where I was to speak or, you know, just where I needed to show up, where I, where my light needed to shine. And I remember, I think it's two things that I want to share. I remember being at Kentucky Higher Education Assistance Authority, and you all have probably heard me talk about it. If you haven't and you're new to the podcast, welcome to Her Renewed Mind. I used to work for our state agency that administers financial aid, and we had positions called outreach counselors. And just like it sounds, I was out and about in our community helping families and student scholars, I like to say now scholars and families navigate the college access and particularly the financial aid process. So that looked like me presenting in high schools, presenting at community organizations, talking about scholarships that students could receive and how to apply for those scholarships. And I, um, you know, most of my week was spent out of the office and I would have one day or sometimes a half a day or two days where I would be in the office and doing admin things, right? Like checking email, running copies of uh, materials to take with me to whenever I did presentations, um, going through the presentations and making updates and all those good things, scheduling, calling and emailing people to get on their schedule or them emailing and calling me. And I'm saying all that to say I was in the office one day and I loved that time I went in the office because I got to catch up with my colleagues that I didn't get to see, you know, every day because I was out and about. And so one of my colleagues commented, she, she was sharing something. She said, and I'm sure I responded, and she just said, can you have a way of seeing the positive, right? Being optimistic and turning, you know, turning it around so I can see the positive. And, and I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember exactly how she said it, but it was the first time that I'd heard someone acknowledge that I did that. And that called me, caused me to pause. And I'm like, oh, I do. <laughs> and she was like, yeah. 
And so I'm so glad she shared that with me because then now I'm like, I grabbed a hold of that and I saw it as, well, God, that's how you made me. If I just so effortlessly and naturally am always like, well, no, I see it this way. Or I, I found myself after she shared that, just being intentional about in my own way, helping people to to see the positive. I wasn't always telling them that, even though I'm sure I did, but asking questions or allowing them to be able to kind of get there on their own, if that makes sense. <laughs> I'm like, I wish y'all could see me right now because I'm like moving my body around, like trying to get them to see. I move my hands and things like that. And so um, I'm again, I'm so glad she she caught that, right? And it, it blessed me because I know it was me being that visible display, right? Being the light that Christ had called me, light of the world. In a place, in situations and conversations where light, where truth needed to be on display. So that's one instance. The other instance I think about is during quarantine season. So, you know, 2020, 2021-ish. <laughs> yes, I call it quarantine season. And because it was. And I remember all the negativity, all the fear. I mean all of it. You all know, right? This so much fear. It was like, there was this, not like it, what it was a spirit of fear that had fell on our work, on our world. Yeah. And in people, and it was, you know, it was, ooh, goodness, Jesus, Jesus, thank God for Jesus. And I was reminded that God did not give us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of sound mind. And I just was stirred up to show up on social media, even within conversations, even within my own family to say, hey, let's remember truth, right? Let's remember that we don't, we don't have the spirit of fear. That's not something that God gave us. So to recognize where this spirit is coming from, right? I felt a call to show up. So I remember I started uh, Dream Stories and it was where I was interviewing friends of mine, sisters of mine online and them sharing their testimony. And I did that to, to help shift focus, right? To help try to shift focus to let, let's see what God is doing and how God is moving. And you hearing someone else's testimony prayerfully will give you that motivation that you need to say, you know what? If she can do it, I can do it too, right? If she has not allowed fear to keep her stuck from doing what it is that God has called her to do, then I can get up. I can't arise, right? <laughs> so um, that is how I, two instances in where I ha have walked out being that visible display, amen? Amen. So you may be listening to this and you're like, okay, Dr. Candace, sounds great, right? I, I, I hear you. <laughs> I hear your testimony. I hear how you walked it out. But but how can I be that visible display? Well, you know, I'm going to give you some, <laughs> some strategy, right? So I would first say that you want to, you want to, <laughs> that Evaluate how you're showing up right now. 
how are you being light in your family right now? How are you being that visible display of Christ in your work environment, in your business environment? Let's get real practical. In text messages, in phone calls, in emails, how's your language, right? How's the characteristics of the fruit of the spirit showing up? And I would encourage you to ask people that you interact with the most, close people who are close to you. I'm grateful that my daughter and I have a beautiful relationship and she'll tell me and I'll, I'll even ask, which is kind of newer, right? But I'm like, how, you know, how, how am I showing up? Or she'll just tell me like, mom, you made a face or, you know, I'm like, okay. How am I being the visible display of Christ? How am I being the light of the world? Or how can I do a better, how can I show up better in that way? If that makes sense. And I would also say, you know, if you're thinking about, okay, how are you gifted or wired to show up as this visible display. I think what's so beautiful is that we're one body and many members. And so I might be a hand, you might be a foot, you know, I might be a finger, you might be a toe or ear, you know, or something like that. (laughs) A shoulder, right? A ab. (laughs) But I say all that to say that we're all different, but we're all connected to the head, which is Christ. He He is head of the body. And we're, we've all been gifted differently and all have been given something to show who God is, which is so amazing. It's so just amazing how God created us. So think about how are you wired? How are you gifted? What are your strengths? What are your talents? And even think about, you know, what were you doing when you were little, <laughs> right? How how do you differ from your brother or your sister in terms of your personality and how you process things or how you give out? That will help you have confidence in how you are to show up, how you are to be that visible display that's needed. I think sometimes we want to run away and try to be or act like something else that we're not. And it's like, wait, God knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. And so Go back to that. Go back to that because there are clues and hints all along your life about how you are to be the light, how you are to show up. And one last thing that I'll add is what are some things for talking about, you know, how are you to be that visible, that visible display? And I lost my Ephesians. I'll be honest. I don't have that verse memorized. Okay. Throughout the coming ages, we will be the visible display of the infinite riches of his grace and kindness, which was showered upon us in Christ Jesus. Visible display of the infinite riches of his grace and kindness. That's all about love, right? And so to be his visible display, well, that means you're showing up in places that are dark, right? Where light needs to come in, where truth needs to be made manifest. And so usually, and I, I think I said this to a sis recently, like yesterday or the day before, usually if you're agitated with something or you feel like something is missing or you're like, okay, why didn't they do this? Or how come we don't have this? It's usually because you're the one who's seen it because God highlighted it in you and you are to help fill it. 
<laughs> he's prompting you to fill that space, to create that thing, to be the thing that's needed. And let me say this, it's not in your own strength because I know I have like, oh, why don't, and I'm like, I'm immediately in my head like, okay, I can't because this would be too much. And I'm, I'm taking it all on, right? I'm in my mind, I've already figured it all out and figured that I can't do it because there's just so much that needs to be done without realizing or recognizing that, wait a minute, with God, it has to be with him. And if he highlighted in me, he's going to bring the resources, he's gonna bring the people, the money, all the things that comes under resources, right? Because he is the source to have that thing come to pass because it really was from him anyway, <laughs> right? So if you feel like something is missing, lacking, I'm telling you, it may be that God is prompting you to fill it, right? Because he said in Genesis that we are to subdue the earth. We're to fill it, we're to multiply, we're to be fruitful. So it's really just getting back to the heart of how and why he created mankind. So good. So remember, my dear sis, you are co-seated with Christ and you will be the visible display of the infinite riches of his grace and kindness which was showered upon us in Christ Jesus. Someone in your world needs what you have on the inside of you. So let that light shine on today, my dear sis. And I also say, I love, let me also add, I love strategy. I love to help individuals' visions come to life. It just, I just love it. I love to get involved with your dreams. And so as you're listening to me share and you're like, you know what? I need a coach. I need someone to help me walk this out. I have an idea or ideas bubbling up on the inside of me. I think I'm supposed to lean this way, but I'm not totally sure. I don't know how to move forward. I can help you do that. I believe by working one-on-one with a coach, oh my goodness, will bring some beautiful results that you'll have clarity about your purpose and your calling, and you'll have confidence to take the next step so you can bring transformation to your world. Um, Man, God's strategies and solutions are all throughout the word. And he also highlights those strategies a lot of times through other people if we take the time to slow down. Um, And even in in us, if we take the time to slow down, process, ask ourselves and Holy Spirit questions, he's going to reveal And I love it because I can help guide you through that process. So hop on over to visionspeakconsulting.com. If you click on book now or book Dr. Candice, you'll see the tab that says Kingdom Life Coaching. And I would love to be your coach. I also have packages available. And yes, we could do one time, but there's something about meeting consistently. How do I know this? Because I (laughs) have been coached. I'm currently being mentored where I meet with my mentor once a month. And so it's been a blessing to grow and move forward with help um, from my mentor slash accountability slash editor, however you want to throw an adjective on there. And I I love to be that for you, my dear sis. So again, go to visionspeakconsulting.com, click on book Dr. Candice. Um, I also have a vision call, which is a free 30 minute consultation, and we can talk about where you are and how I can best support you. But if you're listening to this, you're like, you know what? I'm feeling it. I'm ready now. Go ahead and book me. My calendar is open. If you have direct questions, feel free to email me 
at visionspeakconsulting at gmail.com. I love you so much. Go ahead, sis. Be that light. Peace. Hey there. I hope you were blessed by this week's episode of Her Renewed Mind. If you were, I'd love for you to leave a five-star rating and a written review in Apple Podcasts. This helps us get the show out to more women who desire a deeper connection with their Heavenly Father. Also, be sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss any new episodes. Thank you so much for listening. I'll meet you right back here next Monday.